Hello, welcome to the Flix Forum podcast with Jesse Heater and MJ. This week we are looking at Netflix 32nd film. That sounds weird, 32nd. 30 second. 30 second. Is that even a word? Did I make that up? 30 uh, 32nd <laughs> film. The 2017 comedy Win It All. It's directed by Joe Swanberg, stars Jake Johnson, Aslan Derbers, Joe Lowe Trulio, Keegan Michael Key, and Nikki Excitement. Hello, I'm excited. I hey, boys, like how are Nikki we? Excitement. Hey, mate, how are you? <laughs> Great name. All right, so we're into Netflix film 32. 32. 32. It's, it's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. They said we couldn't do it. We're only 20 out from doing it for a year. Yeah. If my math is correct. Your math is correct. Good. So we're going to kick off our show as usual with our fast flicks, where we go around the table, do a quick summary of the film. MJ is going to start us off today. Cool. Um, A brave insight into the struggles one goes through when dealing with a legitimate gambling addiction. Outside of this insight, when it all fails to present an interesting narrative or likable enough protagonist to take much more out of this journey. Okay. Hey, y'all. All right, so... Eddie, a degenerate gambler, agrees to keep a bag safe for a local gangster while he's in prison. He can't open the bag, but will be paid 10 grand when the gangster gets out. As expected, Eddie can't resist, finds a stack of cash in the bag, which he gambles away, and now must find a way to win it all back before the gangster's released. You had a chance to end that with a question then. You did. I'll leave my questions for Jesse. <laughs> I have been a bit slack with the questions lately, and I think I'm going to be slack again. Been, I'm, I'm going to be slack again with the, the <laughs> questions again. So my summary is a guy has a gambling problem. Done. That's it. No, nah, that's that's what this film is. A guy it? has a gambling problem. That's it. That That's all I can think of. Well, honestly, that is kind of, that's, that's a very short way of saying it. Yeah, but it's true. It's a it's a movie about a guy with a gambling problem. Guy with a gambling problem. This, yeah. this movie is like a, a snapshot into dealing with that addiction. A gambling addiction, yeah. Yeah. So we like to talk about. I love that fast. Yeah. That's that, that, that was fast. That was that as fast, fast as I could be. I was like, no so question, but mine's probably, mine is probably one of my longest ones. <laughs> and you've just gone with about six words. Good. I just counted six them. Words? I used my fingers, and I realised I didn't have enough on one hand. That's, six. That's, six why, correct. that's why I work out the averages. I know these this counting. <laughs> All right, we'd like to try and see what we've learned about this film. Then, anyone find anything interesting? Oh, it premiered at the same festival as our film from two weeks ago, which South is by the, uh, the South by Southwest Festival in March. 2017? Yep. Um, released on Netflix April 7th. So, what's that, three to four weeks later? Yeah. Pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. No, I think it was the most hated women in America, which, which premiered at South by Southwest. They, they put on like about a week later. So, yeah, this one was a few weeks after that from the same film festival. So IMD classifies this film as a comedy. Just <laughs> comedy is all it says. And I know we've had I know we've had some comedies that aren't real laugh out loud and you have to be everything's funny. And there's sometimes a lighter side to those movies, but this didn't have either. Like this wasn't this wasn't a comedy. Uh, uh, there's quite a few things I found funny. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it was a comedy. <laughs> I don't know. Well, th- there was nothing I laughed out loud at, but there was maybe scenes that were supposed to be comedy that I enjoyed and went, oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's good, maybe. I just, I wonder if the director is sitting there going, this wasn't a comedy. Um, oh, 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 we'll go through some scenes later. Yeah, I'm not having a go, I'm not, I'm not having a go at it saying, funny. like, oh, yeah. some of the jokes felt flatter. So, so I just don't you, think they were jokes. So anymore. would you say that it's a drama movie? Definitely. Yeah. This is, this is a raw look at what it's like to go through that sort of addiction. Yeah. I, I, I definitely think I would have said a, a drama comedy, but I definitely thought there was a comical uh, 
element to, to it, yeah. Okay. It was heavily improvised. Yeah. So maybe that was, was it? why apparently, they no, this is This is yeah. the most scripted movie he's ever done. Really? Like, apparently, all his movies are, like, improv. Oh, yeah. Well, and maybe that... Because this is, so this is the third collaboration between the writer-director, Joe Swanberg, and Jake Johnson, who helped write and is the, is the main character. So, so. Jay, Joe Swanberg is, like, famous for these low-budget genre-bending, genre mm. so maybe that's why it's hard to classify yeah. as one genre. Low-budget genre-bending films, and he has heavy use of improvisation, and all the interviews I've read with him, I read, like, seven interviews with him, and everyone's like, wow, like, you use so much script in this film. And he's like, yeah, you know, it was a bit different, but we wanted to get a few more things. Apparently, okay. his movies are super improv. Oh, wow. There we go. And, yeah, he frequently casts Jake Johnson and Anna Kendrick, so... Yeah. He's known for that Netflix show, Easy, as well. I don't know if anyone's seen that. Nah, it's on, on the watch list, but... Yeah. yeah. So, it's filmed... It's set around Chicago, in and around yeah. Chicago, and you see yeah. that from the, the opening scene where he's collecting money at the parking for the yeah. cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrigley Field, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the poker players in the final scenes in that poker scene were actual um, poker rooms and players mm. from Chicago. I thought that was cool. They actually had real poker cool. players yeah. rather than actors. So that's cool. Mm. And this was filmed on 16mm film. Yeah, I read that as well. I don't know why you would do that. Oh, I don't know either because the opening scene did my head in straight away. What was the opening scene? The graininess of that of the film. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Like, as soon as I turn it on, I'm like, why is it so grainy? But this was... I'm sure, yeah. This yeah, was sure. commissioned and produced by Netflix. Exactly. It's not like they picked it exactly. up from a um, festival. Literally, like, the, the my notes, my first thing I literally wrote was real grainy, poor lighting. Like, straight away, I was like, this is going to do my head in. And it stayed like that the whole film. Yeah. Whole this film. is a movie they know is going to be on TV. Yeah, but you're gonna watch. You're not pre- gonna predominantly watch it, watch it on TV. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I read that as I didn't understand that at all. Did not understand it at all. So the consensus, the consensus for this is pretty positive. Eighty-four mm. percent from thirty-eight reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Audience of fifty-five off six six one. Yeah, on Wetterbox we're at three point two out of five from four and a, oh, a bit, bit over four and a half thousand ratings, and IMDb was six point two out of ten from almost seven thousand ratings pretty pretty positive especially, Very from the, positive especially from the critics as well so I'm, I'm a little bit confused I yeah I was going to say I didn't see what they saw whatever it was that they saw I thought I was watching a different movie I didn't like it I, I had a lot of trouble with it yeah I, I so I mean I think I've, I've said this a lot about different movies I thought this movie was average but not in kind of like you know just you know whatever it's average movie I, I, I really enjoyed a lot of this movie but then really hated a lot of this movie. So it kind of worked out to be about average because I, I, I liked a lot, but hated a lot. So it was, yeah, it was a bit kind of weird like that. So I'm, a bit, I'm a bit down and it just, the aesthetics and looking at that film did my head in from yeah. the start. And yeah. you don't, you, you lose me in the first minute. It was hard to get me back in. Even though they're at Wrigley Field, you didn't I like, like that. that, yeah? <laughs> I liked that, that was yeah. cool. There was just a lot of nothing. And that's why I know that it was a film about dealing with this addiction and I kind of can appreciate that for what it is mm. but from a entertainment level trying to watch a movie I made a note that 56 minutes in and nothing was happening like not the, the thing just hadn't happened like mm. he obviously blown all the money okay. but nothing was happening he was got a job and he was kind of on the straight and narrow a little bit he met a girl and this is all good stuff that you could have done in like a 15-minute block. And it was 56 minutes before that phone call came from the guy saying, hey, I'm coming out of jail. I was like, 
finally, like <laughs> a reason to like care about what's going on. Okay. Characters, give us some characters. I like Eddie. I just, I just liked him. You know, he's he's the down and out guy. You know, I, I, I thought it was funny. Um, I, I just enjoyed watching his character on screen. So I, the you didn't. main reason I thought it was shocking. Like, yeah. I think I'm trained enough to want to see a lead protagonist succeed. Right? Yeah. You watch thousand films, you know that. Gonna have happy ending. Yeah, exactly. And I wanted, but and succeed and change his life and come out squeaky clean on the other side. But my brain was really battling with this normality because a part of me just wanted to see him fail. Like, this is a bad dude. <laughs> He's got no redeeming qualities. He's mean to people that I kind of like. Um, so even though I was, I was supposed to like him and I was supposed to appreciate the job and working hard and the fact that he genuinely cared for Eva, he just felt slimy and he like he was up to something and I just didn't want to get sucked into believing any of it. And I don't know if I was supposed to, maybe he's supposed to think that because he is going to you know, dip back into that addiction. But addiction or not, I don't like the way he was treating these people and I couldn't shake this feeling that I just don't like this guy. I'm like, I don't care if you lose all your money. I don't care if you, mm-hmm. you get killed or beaten up. There was, I literally had that. I was like, am I a bad person that I didn't feel happy for him at the end? No, I, I, was, never, the, I was never in his corner. The end was just... I would have preferred him to come out as a loser at the end. Should have. He absolutely should have. It would have been a better film. Yeah, it really would have. And that's why I thought maybe it was going to go down that route. Because yeah. I'm like, here's a guy that you've given me almost zero redeeming qualities. This mm-hmm. is just a bad dude. So, I, I, I wouldn't have minded if it was kind of yeah, an unhappy ending and something that happened to him. But I, I just, I, I did still enjoy watching him. I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not... Sh- I, I, thought, I thought it was funny. It was, it, uh, to me, it was enjoyable to watch. See, that would, yeah, that would have made me enjoy the film. More. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a perspective. You didn't like him, so you didn't like the film. Yeah. I, I kind of liked him, so I kind of liked the film a bit more. Which, I mean, you know, which it gets you in from the start, or it doesn't, really. Yeah. Mm. He just made me angry. Yeah. I will say, I had absolutely no interest in his girlfriend, Ava. No. Could not care less about her. Every time... I mean, we talk about in scenes, I didn't like their scenes, but when she was on screen, I was like, nah, let's go back to, to, to Eddie and, and his gambling and stuff like that. I, I really had no interest in her I didn't at all. write her down as characters because mm. there's nothing to talk about I, with it. Yeah, I, I wasn't interested in Although her. Although it was, uh, what's her name? Aslan, Aslan Debez. Debez. It was her first English-speaking role. Was it? So she's quite big in Mexico. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, what did you think, Jesse? About her or... Oh, sorry, just, just about characters? characters yeah, yeah, go characters. The, I, I had to think really hard to think of a character that I was like, okay, I kind of think you're okay. And that one I picked was Gene. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Um, Michael Key's character? Yeah, from yep. Key and Peele. Uh, yep. I thought he was the one grounded person in the movie who could highlight to Eddie that there's this light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Until the end. He got the... He understood the severity, the severity situation, of the situation. I, I had problems with that scene. <sighs> I... I mean, he. I feel like that uh, Gene. There was no chance of him ever breaking that mold of being being that I'm reformed. I'm doing the right thing now. I've got mm-hmm. a wife. I've got a kid. Just because he suggests to Eddie to go to this other place, I don't think that that changes him as a character. I couldn't agree more. I, I, he did the right thing at the end. I, I I I liked him because it was good to have an insight from someone who understood yeah. Eddie's oh, perspective. Oh, I. Re- I really liked him kind of up until that, that scene. I thought he was really good. A lot of the scenes he was in with Eddie, like his, his, the, the kind of the hard truths he gave him, were really good. Yeah. So what didn't you like about that last scene you know, where he obviously told him where to gamble? 
awful advice just from a guy who's supposed to be his sponsor I thought the uh, the direction to tell him was you, you have to skip town I, I would have rather he tell him to skip town I didn't like him as his gambling sponsor who the whole time is trying to tell him you know you're, you're a loser you're a gambling addict you've got to come to meetings with me to suddenly say hey you know what here might, here might be a solution to your problem I know this game I would rather say mate cut your losses you're done skip town yeah. I'd rather him not push him back into that gambling life. Oh, I thought I thought his advice should have been to skip town. If that had been that had been the advice he'd given to him the whole film, like don't gamble, don't do it, don't mm. do anything, and he'd never listen to him. So that so the one time that he says okay, do it, and he listens to him, and it pays off. So that's the one time that he actually listens to what someone says he should do. Yeah. And although it may not have been the right way of doing it, at least he he took I mean, that advice. It, it kind of like he had to because I had to get to that point where. No, no, but your point's fine. Yeah, I'm just not I'm just not a fan of this guy who I thought was so good as his sponsor to suddenly go, hey, here's a game you could win it all back in. I, I really thought the his advice should have been to to skip town. Just yeah, to, to just get out of here. Okay. Mm. I, I didn't like the convenience store dude, Adrian, whatever his name was. It was just that racial stereotype again where he's Oh gosh, I wouldn't even. Yeah, he was in there twice, and it was, yes. he, was, he was literally there. Putting the wrong name, didn't you? For yeah, the first scene, because, yeah, because he'd been obviously telling him the wrong name because he didn't want. He was obviously doing the wrong thing by him, like he does with everyone in his life. But it was just another. Like we already knew how bad a character he was. We didn't need him to mm. rip off a poor little convenience store dude who barely speaks English. Yeah. as well. I don't know. He's a short character. Horrible character. <laughs> um, I, I like the character of Ron, his brother. It's a bit of nothing. Kind of, it's a bit of nothing, but that I was guess, a surprise. As soon as he came on the screen, I'm like, boil! But it's just, just the whole thing of, you know, I think at the start of the movie, he was like, hey, you know, come work for me, I'll give you this job. And then you know, the whole getting a job, and he's, he's, he's going he's to try and help him with this debt. I thought he was a good. Uh, I, I, for a movie that didn't have, I guess, yeah, great characters, I, I, I liked him. So he was too much of a safety net for Eddie. Um, it was almost like Eddie can do all these bad things and it'll be okay because I can have this job and then he's like I'll give you the money that you need to pay off your debt if you do X, Y, Z and I'm like what an incredible safety net that is like yeah, this yeah. guy can't do anything wrong so I actually it was good when he said he couldn't help at the end yeah I, it, it was but that's, yes, that's it was. why I was saying like for 56 minutes nothing was happening yeah. he was just going to work and being a good dude and like <laughs> is not a movie Any I, other? I don't like this guy <laughs> any other characters? no nah. no nah, I've got no other characters, characters that talking about what about any like I, any other actors for these roles because I wouldn't even bother recasting I'd just be like don't make the film yeah I would say that. I, I don't think Jake Johnson was very good I really don't I, I, is he good at improv I don't, I don't know much yeah. of his stuff so does he, is he I like Jake Johnson in this just because I think he plays that down and out guy well I think he felt yeah so I'm, I think he felt really fake a lot of the time sometimes I just didn't okay. believe him yeah, like, no, you, you know enough, yeah. what you're trying to tell me and I'm not feeling it at all and you, you overacted a bit to be honest okay yeah I, I like him. I don't know him like much. His stuff. He's in um, he's in New Girl, and I haven't seen a lot of that. But I've seen a little bit of it. No, I mean, I I think I've seen. He's in Tag. He's in the Tag, new. Tag, yeah. He's in the new the he the Mummy film with Tom Cruise and stuff like that. Just playing that that comic relief role. And I guess in Tag, well, he's kind of a bit of a loser in Tag as well. He is, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. So does in those films, does he make you laugh? Again, probably not laugh, but it's more like the funny situation. The smile, yeah, like the the comic relief is like, oh, it's yeah, quite sarcastic. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah, just I get, yeah, I, he, yeah, just kind of his, I guess, persona and the way he kind of carries himself. I just, it's yeah, it, it's not laugh out loud funny, but 
I find it enjoyable. Mm. If you put like Jack Black or someone like this in his role, it maybe would be funny. It might be. Someone who's that. It would be a part. funny film, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I don't find this to be a funny film. Possibly, yeah. But I also don't think it was supposed to be a funny film. I'm not saying that it wasn't there wasn't bits mm. where you should should have laughed, I get that. But I don't think it was supposed to be a funny film. Mm. I would have liked to have seen Jack Black in this now. Yeah, that was just random. I was like, because mm. now I'm thinking you about the, see... the scenes that he was in. I was like, he would have hammed them up massively. Yeah, and... you can see him being a gambling addict too. Yeah, yeah. And like the scenes of him gambling. Sorry, I'm being... not saying you can see Jack Black. As a <laughs> I'm saying I can see Jack Black playing, playing a gambling, gambling addict. And those scenes with the gambling would have been funny because he would have been like yeah. over the. Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about some scenes. What stood out? I liked the first convenience store scene where he's going, <laughs> I watch it. Where he's going in and he's like, oh, I'll pay you at the end of the week. And there's this big conversation. No, you pay now. No, I'll pay you at the end of the week. He's grabbing stuff. I, I, I thought it, it, I, it set up well, you know, he's, he's the degenerate and stuff. And you know, I, I found that kind of funny. He's like, no, no, I'll pay you at the end of the week. It'll be fine. I, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm sorry, Jesse. You didn't like it. I, I enjoyed it. Don't have to agree. That's fine. <laughs> Is that the one scene you liked? Oh, I have, no. I have one. I've got a few. Well, MJ, you say your one. The because I've got a few. was the end credit scene without counting the money, and it was $400 over. <laughs> that, that was very funny. <laughs> no. I found that funny. That was the only scene I thought was good in the whole film. I found it funny. I've got that in, like, my questions. They were so confused. Yeah. They were like, what? $400 over? Yeah. What was what? the question? Why was that needed? Because it was the only good scene. It was, <laughs> it was absolutely needed. No, it wasn't. Oh, it was. From a plot perspective, it certainly wasn't needed. No, not at all. But it was the only scene I thought was kind of fun. Right. It wasn't. So, like, what's he going to do now? He's like, oh, well, he's actually going no, no, to no, put, no. put an extra 400 bucks in. It's that was in there as, as, as a funny scene. Oh, yeah. like, there was no, like, yeah. what's going to happen off the back of this. That was yeah. laugh at this. Just forgot to laugh. Okay. So, yeah. Forgot to laugh. Oh, I, I see, that was, was the only good scene. I thought the scene was absolutely needed. I thought the cash counting on the scene with the numbers helped to progress the story so you knew how much it was up and down. Man, he blew quick, didn't he? Oh, I love that. I, I, I love... I especially... I don't about love. we've seen some other movies where <laughs> yeah. they've had the text messages go up on screen. I really haven't liked that. Yeah. I really like the, ca- the cash count coming up on the screen. Well, you needed it because how yeah. else are you going to know? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I thought that was really good. There's a scene where um, he finally like, he's trying to get his stuff back together and he's lying in bed and he has like the alarm clock on his phone go off, the alarm clock on his bedside go off. I'm like, this just reminds me of me. I'm like, snooze, 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 snooze. Okay, okay. I like yeah. that. And yeah. then the last one that I liked was um, Eddie goes back to pay the, the convenience store to the Adrian mm. die. It was like, there was like a beat that was like in one of the Eminem songs. I was like, that's the best part of the film so far. It was just a beat. There's no <laughs> lyrics, it was just a beat. Yeah, All right, I'll <laughs> smash through the scenes I like then. So when Eddie is talking to himself and telling him not to open the bag, he's like, no, nah, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And then he's opening the bag going, oh, no, oh, no. And he's pulling out the money. Oh, no, oh, no. Pulls out more money. Oh, oh, no, oh, no. Liked it. Loved it. It was great. So like, he was high when he was doing that. Yeah. Did, if he wasn't high, would he have done that? Yeah, when he was so yeah. absolutely. Okay. So why, why, why did he need to be high then? He's a degenerate gambler. He was, no, he was always looking because he was high at that point in time. Yeah, he was always doing. I think from uh, his brother, who's supposed to be a good role model. Yeah. 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 Um, the the first diner scene with Gene, where he's kind of you know he's, he's calling him a loser and telling him not to touch the money. I think I really like that. And then especially because Eddie's like, all right, I won't touch the money. Next scene cuts to him taking the money straight out of the bag. Yep, very good. Um, just in general. I really like watching cards and gambling in movies. So I, I really like movies like Rounders and Molly's Game. 21. 21 as well. I really like watching cards and gambling. I, I think it's great viewing in a movie. So I enjoyed all the scenes with them playing cards. I like watching kind of horse racing too. 
the scenes at the track weren't, I don't, don't think, were that great, but I really enjoyed all the scenes with him actually playing cards because I really, I, I just enjoy watching that in movies. I like gambling in movies. The, ho- the scenes at the horse track, I was almost like, it was like guerrilla filming almost. It, like they didn't get permission to film there. Yeah, it looked pretty And it was like, low, I was taking camera in and we'll just film you at the yeah. races. You're not it supposed to film it at like it did, sporting events. No, yes. it didn't look great, but I, 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 I really enjoyed all, all the card scenes. Um, there was a scene that kind of, I can't remember where it, what happened before it but suddenly all of a sudden there's a script there's a scene where eddie's kicking the dumpster and it shows he's 27k down it just all of a sudden out of nowhere well that's funny as <laughs> brilliant he was like 5k <laughs> down yeah and then suddenly 27 and which i'm just like what jesus how much money was in the bag we never know do we oh, i don't think we ever found out Lots. um Very. um so sorry when oh but when he goes to the big high stakes game at the end and before he even goes to the game, he's sitting at the bar and he's complaining going on about how it's not a proper hold'em table. Yeah. And I just really liked how worked up he got over it because like, no, it's not a proper hold'em table. He's like, okay, fine, relax. I'm relaxed. I'm not worried about it. But it's not even a proper table. Like, he just got so relaxed over it. And <laughs> I thought it was justified because how do you have this high stakes game with dealers and bartenders and not have a proper... I th- poker table. I thought like that was going to lead into like the table being set up. Yeah, to, yeah, to, to being yeah. dodgy or something. I'm like, how do you have a proper table? But I liked how it worked up he got over it. <laughs> um, and then the, the the scene outside after he plays the big game where and he's complaining to his mate about how the other guys play. It's like, you know, I don't want to flip a coin for money. It's his crap. If I didn't, if I didn't know what this was about, I wouldn't have come here. After he's already bought back in once, yeah. like he's saying, he wouldn't do it, but he's already bought back bought back in. So that's addicted. a really important scene about yeah. the, the addiction. Yeah. So that, that I, I kind of mm. get it for that. I don't think it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny. So then, and then, sorry, my my last one then, actually, which I think actually was probably one of the better scenes was so when Eddie's finished, he goes to his friends, like I've got all the money and stuff, and he wants to go back in it. And Eddie's friend is is telling him to go, before he has his heart attack, he's like, no, cash him out, and he constantly says, no, no, cash him out, cash him out. I really, I really like that from his friend being like, no, 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 this could go really bad. You've got the money cash him out he's basically you know he, he was there to hold the bag and just be that guy but he's now taking control and going no 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 oh, oh, you don't know what you're talking about yelling at him to cash him out I really like I really like that how bad was the friend. acting for that heart attack yeah, right <laughs> yeah the heart attack wasn't it's great some of the worst acting yeah. I've ever seen but ignore that and worry about <laughs> his friend trying to be the right thing <laughs> but do you reckon that like was that part of the improv like he's like oh, maybe I just need to get out of here somewhere. I thought maybe it was going to be like he faked a heart attack to get out, to get out of there and then I'm like, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's terrible acting. Do you reckon they're just like, the director's gone, I need you to get out of here, do what you can, and then we'll make no, the yeah, scene afterwards to... Possibly. Because when, when you bring up that scene, I was like thinking, oh yeah, this is where he has that quote. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I thought his friend doing that was really great too. Really liked him kind of taking responsibility and going, no, no, I'm getting you out of here before you get yourself killed by a gangster. Yeah. And again, it shows the fact that he just won he got himself out of trouble yeah and he's just like I've got to go back for more yeah like that's Sh- shows that addiction yeah they do it they yeah. do it quite well that's it for my good all my scenes I liked uh, annoying scenes MJ alright so for me the first one that really bothered me was at the bowling alley where him and Ron were just chatting afterwards um I thought this is at a point where I'm just like nothing is happening like what's gonna happen something has to happen I thought there was gonna be like a real change in that in that scene so Eddie started to fire up like he was going to quit quit his work or whatever but then they just 
kind of nothing happens and they're all fine. So, so that's where Ron was lecturing him kind of about, yeah, yeah, about, about the girlfriend. Like, yeah, yeah. You've said this yeah, before, but I didn't, like, yeah, I didn't like that. But I'm but just like, like yeah. okay, this is if we're going to see a changing character and he's going to crack it and he's going to quit. And then this is like ended and they're fine and happy. And I'm like, oh, more of this. I'm like seriously thinking I'm going to watch this whole film of just a guy living his life. That's honestly <laughs> what I thought I was going to watch. Um, I hated it when he listens to his voicemail um, and he gets the call from Eva and her daughter mm. read the dinner after the final gambling room and he goes back in wins. And like, is that message that when you've finally got something to lose, the bad things that you do are going to all of a sudden be good? Because <laughs> I was waiting for this message of like gambling, right? Um, and this guy had nothing, no reason to think that his gambling life should have turned around by his actions. Mm. But then he won and you're like, what sort of message are you trying to tell me there? Like, because you've got something to lose, you're going to win? Like, I didn't like it. Didn't like that all of a sudden, oh, you know what? I do have a girl at home. I really like her. No, nah, bugger it. I'm going to go back in and fight for them by doing the wrong thing again. So, yeah. And then I wrote, worse acting for a heart attack. <laughs> but the final scene also really did it for me. Where they're sitting at the, the table. The table. I, I, if, if, if we're watching this together, I would have said out loud, why was this a movie? Like, I compare it to the final scene of Seven Anjos where they just show them sitting at the table. It's the same sort of thing. When, you, when you're showing that, you're almost just like, okay, this is the story that we've told and this is where it's ended. And I'm like, I don't even know where it, where it is. Like, she's angry at him for being late. Oh, no, he had a heart attack, so it's okay. Yeah. Oh, how are you going? Nice to meet you. A really awkward exchange with the daughter. Let's sit down and have dinner. I'm like, what? what? Where does this go from here? Like, what, what messages have I learned or what do I think is going to happen with this dynamic? I don't know, but I was just sitting there thinking, I don't want to, I don't need to see this. I don't know what you're trying to tell me and it bothered me. So I, I actually I got really angry at that end scene when the credits appeared, which goes into kind of that mid credit scene. I got really angry because I was like, no, you can't end here. I haven't got resolution of if the gangster got his money back. Obviously he returned the money. Like he'd won the money, he'd yeah. gone to hospital, but he'd never given it back. And so those credit rolls and I was like, no, no, no what happened like is he okay with the gangster like what's happened that's why I thought that mid credit scene was needed because it showed okay he got the money back so straight okay that's cool but yeah I was really upset the fact that they didn't provide any resolution when that when that ended as to if he was okay and he got any if he got the money back to the guy I completely forgot about I, that. I, I, I got really angry about that until yeah. the, the mid credit scene came like okay there's my resolution but yeah nah that ended I was like no 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 you cannot end it here you have not told me the end part that I want to know but to that point I don't think the movie was about that like I don't think that was ever really a threat because and they didn't even say like whether how much up he was up like did he did he just make enough money back to pay back or did he make enough to be well over or I think he broke even. I think he made $400 extra. Yeah, $400. But, which he didn't realise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Ah, okay. Here you go, Jesse. Have you got any, any I more didn't like when he, the guy goes into his room and gives him a bag in the first place. When he sits down and goes, I've got this deal for you. I'll give you 10 grand if you look after this bag. So he, it'll be at least 10 grand up because a guy would have come through with his that's what I, That's payment. what he should have said to Ron as well. When yeah. Ron's, Ron's like, can I have the money? And he's almost, I would have been like, yeah, but... We're going to get 10 grand back immediately. Yeah. Mm. So it's less than that. I've already yeah. got some money. Like, why didn't he think about that? Mm. Yeah, that should have come up more. Yeah. yeah. So, it's like, so don't look at it. Don't open it. It would have been a better movie if it dealt with him this, with the struggle of not opening it and so never opening it. I wrote one of my questions was, surely you're pushing a lot harder to find out what's in the bag, right? Because <laughs> when he said, what's in the bag? I can't tell you. Oh, okay, no worries. I'm like, no, no. If you're going to pay me $10,000 to hide this bag... I 
I need to know what's in it. I feel like, you know, he's just that much of a degenerate gambler that he just hears, you'll get 10 grand. You're like, yeah, fine. Yeah. I'll do whatever you want for 10 grand. Fine. I, I need that money, like, you know, to gamble with or to pay off debts that his concern isn't, I'm holding this criminal's bag of probably incriminating evidence of yeah. a murder or something. Like, who knows what it is? All I'm thinking is, I'm getting 10 grand out of this. I'll hold whatever you want for me. Just, yeah. When it was money, I was like, oh, that's fine. Grand. I thought it was going to be like a head yeah. or something. No, yeah, I, it was an orgy. I thought it would be like a murder weapon. Yeah. a hammer. Oh, and... I, I, I thought it was going to be short of drugs in there. Yeah. As well, yeah. Yeah, it would have been a much better movie if you yeah, deal with his emotions over yeah. not opening it. I, True. I thought the scene at the bar where he bumps into Eva for the first time. Oh, that was... But I think that was supposed to be awkward. That was so awkward and I, cringeworthy. I, I get it was meant to be awkward. Oh, but like, so he bumps bad. into her, he goes to the toilet, bumps into her again on the way out, and then like that awkward conversation with the guy behind the bar saying, please take the drinks over. And he's like, yeah, no, yeah, I don't leave I the bar. Do that, yeah. I'll give you 20 bucks. No, I don't. And then he does it, and then like he awkwardly goes over and he's yeah. like, oh, hey, my mates, come hey, over. Hey, just hey, yeah. well, I thought the worst part was when she was like, oh, you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come over soon. And I'm like, oh my God, this is just hard to watch. Yeah, it was so hard to watch. I did like the follow through that's that though that you know they left though the last two steps standing in the bar they went out together got some food walked around the park and I liked that they didn't end with him going back to her place that night I yeah. thought that was, yeah. that was that was a good sort of build I, through that relationship in in part of that though I hated when they were kind of sitting there and he's talking about oh this you know you came to this bar on this night it's destiny kind of thing I hated that I was like oh get lost <laughs> no <laughs> Didn't like the dad being called Chips because of his gambling. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like just call him dad. I know. I'm like, we've got, an, we get that this movie is about gambling. We don't need you to tell us your dad's called Chips because oh, yeah, of gambling. Yeah, chips. Oh, chips would have wanted this. Chips, this. Chips, that. It's like, call him dad. The scene where um, Eva and Eddie finally go, like, get home. The grandmother's out with the daughter at the movies. They go home. They go up the stairs. I could barely see that scene because of how it was how grainy it was. Yeah, it wasn't well lit, was it? Couldn't see. Mm. Could barely see what was happening. Poor quality. Poor choice in in filming this on actual film uh, what was the point of the drive through of the suburbs when they go to that last gambling place because they ended up at like this cheap dirty motel anyway I was like they're going through all these nice suburbs in the car and like oh this is a nice part of town and then the place they're actually gambling in wasn't a nice part of I town I think maybe it's just to show how far away he was from home because he had to get back for that okay. dinner and yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not too that sure so. really. uh, I just thought they needed to add an extra couple of minutes in to make it a 90 minute film mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, well they could have cut about 45 minutes of him doing nothing <laughs> they, when they rock up this place and then the guy on the door goes you can't bring the bag man in and then all the he like, just like, yeah, okay, he just <laughs> there's no point in having that dialogue <laughs> just let just let them both go in together cut that out it's probably improv tighter cut yeah probably was improv you just say um, you're an extra in this film you're going to be a bouncer how oh I'm going to be fun with this <laughs> how much <laughs> improv can you get line. oh this guy wants to bring his friend in. nah you can't bring him in oh yes I got a line well done <laughs> Uh, and finally, he made that 50 grand back way too easy at the end. It was like two little cuts of him winning and saying, yeah, I want 50 grand. Rubbish. I needed more gambling. I, I was going to ask you that. I needed you, more cards if playing. If you like that gambling stuff, you must have felt pretty cheated with I the way he won. Absolutely did. Like, we had all this stuff, you know, kind of a bit more at the start of the film, and then, you know, he, he loses a bit, and then suddenly he wins. Like, no, no, no. I, 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 I want to see his hands winning. I want to see a lot more of that. Yeah, I, I needed a lot more gambling from him. But say, like, you were saying, you know, you could have cut out... 45 minutes of him doing nothing put in 45 <laughs> minutes extra of him gambling I would have watched an hour of just of just gambling like that would have been a great movie <laughs> I don't think it would have been I, mean, I, I, I would have loved, loved it any other scenes we didn't like 
I hated the karaoke singing at the bar. Just kind of that whole thing of when just like their friends just hook up. When the guys friends, go yeah. over and they're kind of chatting and stuff and the karaoke. I was like, no, this is one thing that did let's go back to let's go back to the gambling. Like, one thing that did surprise me about that scene. I was very yeah. surprised. I thought they were definitely going to hook the black couple up together, and then they hooked. They, and they didn't. They, they didn't. didn't. I was like, yeah. that's good. Well done. Yeah. Improv. Improv. The um <laughs> the other one, as much as I liked the money count coming up on the screen. At one point, a text message came up on the screen, and I just thought they looked so tacky, like the way that it was just kind of like text there, and it probably goes to like you know saying like it, was, it wasn't shot that well. I thought the text message coming up on the screen one at the time I was like, oh, that was really tacky. Like that, the, what are you doing there? Okay. Yeah, I thought it looked really bad. Yeah, it was only that one. It was only did it once. Yeah. Um, and I, I we spoke before. I didn't like the sponsor telling him about the game. I, I, I think he should have told him to skip town. I don't like the sponsor who I thought had been a really good character up until then going, Hey, let's feed the addiction. All right. Hmm. Cool. So let's, what's, what was the film trying to say? We've already touched on gambling, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I do want to mention, cause I've been really negative with this film. So I, I do think the whole theme of dealing with addiction, particularly gambling addiction was done well. Like he did want to change his life around. Although I was never fully convinced because the character was a bit dicey, but the allure of gambling was just too much for him. Mm. Um, it's almost felt like one of those problem gambler ads, you know, you win big at first and chase that win big feeling as much as possible. Um, the idea where he says, but if I look, because if I lose this money, I'm back where I started when he said, mm. I'll take $500 out or when, I, when he won that money, he's like, I'll just gamble that. And if I lose, I'm back where I started. Mm. All good things to highlight this. Yeah. This, a lot of people are in that boat with that. Absolutely. They, they, they would look at all those things and be like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what yeah. I do. So I, I, think, I think they got that right. I think they did it well. And I think there was also a bit on kind of the, the support networks around kind of this this addicted gambler. So you've got when he's in trouble, the friends that come out with ideas. I think one says Skip Town. Oh, you know, we could come up with this app. They're, they're trying to, you know, help him out. You've got... Um, the, the friend who's at the game who tells him, no, you've got to cash out now. We've got the money. Let's not keep going. Cash out now. His brother, is he, he's constantly trying to offer him a job and he says, you know, work out a deal to help cover your debt. And you've got the sponsor who's constantly telling him, you've got to come to meetings with me. So he had a lot of different sources. Not that he listened to anyone, but he did have a lot of different support networks that were trying to help mm, him out. So I like that support network part of it. Yeah. I had the family's always there yeah. as well. Like the family... And Boyle, I can't remember his brother's name. Ron. Ron. Ron, Ron was always <laughs> Ron was always like, you know, his wife likes him as well. We just want the best for you. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Always there and yeah. Like the next like, few like spending time with him and sorry, all that sort of stuff. Even like at the job at his first day in the job when the other workers tell him, you know, he can't rake, he can't he can't do anything, but he's just like, you know, I don't care. He needs a job to earn yeah. money. I want to support him, like it didn't, it, it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> How can you not rake? <laughs> there's there's a bit about growing up too. Taking, yeah. taking responsibility for your own actions and what you do, like, yeah, he, ne- he needed to learn, like, to that that change that he needed to do. So, and they sort of showed that. He said multiple times, I'm not a morning person, I'm not a morning person, and he had to become a morning person to sort of try and change, yeah. even if his big victory at the end was nothing about change at all. It was a big victory in what he'd always done. Shocking excuse. Yeah. Like, mm. I can't come to breakfast because I don't wake up, like, what? Oh yeah, that should be a red flag right there. Come she on. goes, all right. Well, I'll see you later then. Mm-hmm. Things happening for a reason. Is that something that like you didn't like that line that the chief no, said? No, I, did, I didn't like the destiny line at all. Oh, when he met her. Sort of, yeah. yeah. So like they met. His um his sponsor helps him get victorious in the end. The brother helps him build this life back up. So these things, I felt like they sort of, you know, 
he had nothing to do with those things happening. That's they, a support network as well. To a little bit, yeah, tied in with that. Yeah. But they all happened for a reason. It wasn't anything from his doing. Mm. Nothing he did was good. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we take away from the film? Um, I don't think, well, apart from the 16 mil factor, I don't think you'd want to see it on the big screen. No. Um, oh, you'd, I reckon you'd rather see it on the big screen than... For, yeah, but then TV. you still wouldn't have the enjoyment factor. So I can actually see it potentially playing a role in like schools to highlight the perils of addiction, but even that would be a stretch. Because mm. um, you know that gambling addiction can be done well in films like Rounders or The Hustler, but win it all, which is a shocking title as well, by the way, win it all, <laughs> um, it felt agonizingly short of those sort of films. Yeah. I, I, for me, it was... I said it was so up and down. I really liked a lot of the gambling aspects of it. So oh, I liked watching the gambling scenes. I liked, you know, she struggled with being, with being a gambling addict. I really liked all that. But then all the other scenes, especially with his girlfriend, I just was not interested at all. It just didn't work for me. And the whole time I'm watching them, I'm going, oh, this is, this is dragging. Let's go back to his gambling addiction. Let's focus on that more. I, I, don't, I don't care about his relationship with this girl. Like, let's go back to what I enjoyed about the film. So yeah, I was very much loved and hated like yeah, half and half yeah the, the, I've, I've said it so many times I don't want to repeat myself but it's mm. just poorly lit really grainy not sure why they didn't film it on digital when you're on a digital streaming oh, service yeah it wasn't like it was picked up by Netflix Netflix commissioned mm. this and it had like there were multiple times with a crackle of that old, like the little crackles in the screen I'm just like oh yeah yeah, yeah. Wasn't, wasn't great for that sort of thing uh, IMDB did anyone jump on IMDB check anything out yeah I'd I, I jumped on for his mate Berg, who was oh, a karaoke yeah. singer. He was the bartender from Tag. That's exactly what I had. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what he, he, he comes up. He comes on. I'm like, I definitely know you. Where was it? Look at yeah. He, he's a bartender from Tag. He wants to join their, their yeah, Tag yeah, gang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he spoke for the first time, I'm like, I recognise that. Voice. Yeah. The main did you, guy. The, did you jump on? No, I didn't. Like I, well, I did, but not. It didn't because the main guy in it. What's his name? Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. His voice is just real familiar. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like I don't know whether it sounds a bit like um, I don't know. I don't know. His voice just sounds so familiar, and I don't know what it is. And I couldn't find anything that. So you haven't watched New Girl? No, I've seen like bits of it, but I've never watched a full episode. I think he's in New Girl. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. in New Girl. Yeah. yeah. Well, not that I've seen it. <laughs> All right. So, what are some questions that you want to ask? Would you take the deal the gangster offered him? I would. Would you hold the bag that that you know is got probably got some illegal or dodgy stuff in there? Hold on to it. Oh, you get yeah. ten grand. I'd, I'd ask a lot more questions. I'd do it. Yeah, ten grand. Definitely is a lot of money. ten grand. Worth it. Hold this grand. Hold this bag for six months for you. Even mm-hmm. it's got a head in there. You couldn't open it. I'd do it. I'd do it. Well, you definitely. can open it if you're him. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't get tempted. I'd do it. I'd definitely do it. You, Jesse? Nah, I'd stress about it too much. Yeah. I just worry about it. The whole yeah, there time. is that. I mean, if I mean for, I guess someone who's not degenerate gambling addict like him, for a general person, you might be sitting there going, "One of the cops going to burst in and find a murder weapon." The thing is, when it was money, I was like, like, "Oh, that's bad. lucky. It's yeah. just money." Yeah. But then I'm like, "Oh, hang on, yeah. this guy's going to burn." Like, yeah, I was kind of thinking, you know, it could be drugs. Yeah. Like, when are the cops going to burst in and find a, a shitload of, of cocaine under my bed yeah. right now? Like, that isn't mine, you know? Like, what? Ugh. That's true. That's quite risky. Mm, 10 grand though and then you don't know if you're getting if he's putting you up for it as well exactly yeah he might yeah, frame you yeah yeah try and get rid of them and yeah I don't know if I want to do it anymore yeah <laughs> I've talked you out of it have I <laughs> uh, that was the only question I had Jesse uh, you got any more similar things were like why was this film made yeah that's why I'm not sure well, I, but I think it's a snapshot into that yeah, yeah I think it's, it's more made for kind of highlight yeah the, the 
the troubles of gambling addiction. It just wasn't done as well as it should have been. I think that part of it was almost done okay, but I just wasn't interested. Yeah, it was, it was just kind of it's just kind of the other half of the it story was, for me. I was just like, yeah, I'm not interested in this. Hmm. All right, so I think we're ready to wrap it up. We are, yeah. yeah. So we always go around the table and have a a summary or a rating out of five that we give for each of our films, and we uh, put them together for a overall percentage. Heater, what have we got? So for me, this film was a pretty easy watch. I, I did find it pretty funny and I really enjoyed a lot of the scenes regarding the gambling aspect of it, his gambling addiction, the, the cards and all that. But then on, on the other hand, a lot of it I really didn't like and it dragged and anything that took the focus off the gambling aspect, I really couldn't stand. So in the end, some of it was really good, some of it was really bad. So I gave it a two and a half and a five. MJ? Um, the work they've done to illustrate the perils of living life as a gambling addict is semi-commendable. It wasn't flawless, but it was a brave approach. With that said, it doesn't mean that it translates to a 90-minute narrative, and I personally struggled to enjoy it on any level. Jake Johnson was okay, but he needed to blow the audience away to make this film work. I struggled to really take much out of this one. One solitary star. All right, so yeah, I, I struggled to connect with the main protagonist, which made the film a struggle. The aesthetics quality did my head in throughout. The performances were good, and you can tell that it was directed by a professional. Like it was, you know, you could tell that it was made by someone who knows what they're doing. But the ending to me was just too convenient. It just, I just would have preferred it to be a film without that sort of ending, so I'm giving it a two out of five. So what does that give us as an average? 1.83 out of five. Oof. Very low. Yeah, I pulled that down. For <laughs> yeah, that's good. So uh, right. we, we are on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Flix Forum. We have a question of the week on there that we would love a little bit of uh, response to. So this week, we've sort of touched on this already, but would you have opened the bag? So if you had the bag, would you have opened it yourself? Absolutely, I would have. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have been able to help myself, I reckon. <laughs> so if you if you can, please subscribe to us as well. Hit the subscribe button. We're on uh, Podbean, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find a good podcast. We're on everything. Because we are a good podcast. Next week, <laughs> next week, we are looking at the 2017 comedy Sandy Wexler. So we've got another... Oh, back, Sandler. Back, back to Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. Good. Directed by Stephen Brill. Stars Adam Sandler. Jennifer Hudson, American oh, yeah. Idol fame. Awesome. Kevin James, Terry Crews, Rob Schneider, Colin Quinn, Nick Swardson, and Lamorne Morris. So Kevin James, did you say? Kevin James. Okay, I tried to skip over that. Yes. MJ's in. I've been watching and so Terry. much King and Queens recently. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Rob Schneider back, which is good. Rob Schneider. Goes. I have seen this one. I saw it when it first came out, but... My memory on it is very poor, so I'm looking forward no, to watching it again. I can't wait. Very poor. <laughs> very poor. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll chat about that one next week. As usual, thanks for uh, listening and thanks for being here, boys. Thanks, boys. Thank you, mate. Good fun. See you next week. Bye.